Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Lamp. I'm your host, James Lampkin. And my guest today is one-third of the podcast, The Brunch Hour, Mr. Styles. Thank you for joining me. Appreciate it, brother. Appreciate it. How's everything going? So far, so good. You know, we just got past the snowstorm. Snow's disappearing. starting to get warmer. <laughs> You're in New York, right? I am. I am. How much snow did y'all get? Uh, <clears throat> We got enough to, like, well, first of all, it was on a Saturday, so it wasn't too much moving around anyway. So by the time, you know, regular workday popped up, we was good. I want to say like six inches, though. Okay. Are you, are you, did you grow up in New York? Born and raised, brother. Okay. So, so this, this wasn't nothing new for you there. I mean, this is the thing. Um, when I was growing up, you're talking about, a snowstorm was like at minimum three feet. Like, <laughs> damn. This is light. Yeah, this is light. This is nothing. I don't look. I don't, I don't know. I don't. See, I'm in Maryland, so we got. We of course we had snow, but we we would get a blizzard here and there, like a lot of snow, but nothing. It would be like every five or six years we'd get something crazy. I hear you. I, I mean, we're on that schedule now. That's the same thing with us now, you know. But have, have you noticed that the winters have been more milder? Maybe I'm tripping, but. No, nah, you're not. You know, I, I know there's like this big conspiracy theory about um global warming and shit like that, but it's got to be going on because a lot of things are changing. It's not what it was. Again, like I said, we used to get three feet. Now we down to like six inches. Yeah. And they calling that a storm. That's crazy. Yeah, I I don't I don't think anybody could say global warming is a conspiracy at this point. It's just too it's just, it's the weather just too crazy now. That's a fact. Because I remember when I was when I was growing up, I'm only well, depending on who you ask, I'm gonna say only 42. So third, like when I was like nine years old, so it's like 33 years ago, when we went to school on the first day, you know, school on the first day, you had on a long sleeve shirt, jeans, you know, you had on your new fit. Now they, they go to school. They still going in their summer clothes. Listen, let me explain something to you. I, up until I think last year, I didn't own a winter coat, you know, and that's partly because I drive. So I'll go from my garage to my destination but at the same time, no, it just, I didn't feel like there was a need for it. It wasn't, you know, ever that cold and I wasn't outside that much in the element. So, Damn. yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't that bad. I said, <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into your podcast, um, The Brunch Hour. First of all, let me say, I'm a huge fan of the show, man. I, I love the setup. I love how you guys do it. I appreciate that, man. I, I definitely appreciate that. Um. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. You good. Go ahead. <clears throat> Pardon. The show came about because I was sitting around and um, my woman actually put me on to brunch. So I'm like, oh, brunch. It's a huge subculture out here. Like everybody, you know, so it's it's real diversified. They had different types of brunches and all this other stuff. So me, I'm like, I want to throw a brunch. But in New York, it's really, um, there's a lot of competition as far as, you know, brunches and stuff like that and all these promoters. And I'm like, I don't want to fight with the promoters or come into the game like I'm low man on the totem pole. 
So if mm-hmm. I do it, I'm doing it for exercise. Now, nah. so what I, I thought about was like, all right, we'll create a platform for it. You know, so we'll create an audience before we even have the brunch. So if I create the audience before I have the brunch, then I just push myself to the top, to the front of the line in terms of doing events. Now I don't care about a promoter. I'm my own promoter. Um, and when structuring it, what I did was I created a menu, you know, for conversation. You know, so it's not any different from what everybody else is doing right now. Everybody else is pretty much, you know, saying the same thing. It's all about the only thing that separates us is the format and the personality. That's it. You know, Mm -hmm. so with that being said, I'm like, well, shit, I need a, you know, we need a dope format. Um, We created the format. And the other reason why I I created segments was because we needed some type of um, flow as far as money is concerned. Right. So I didn't want to basically cut myself off and be like, listen, only restaurants can actually sponsor us. We can get different sponsors for different segments, you know, therefore, therefore, just basically opening it up. So we're not closed in to like one segment or one market. So, you know, alcohol, um, how you call it, uh, different restaurants and stuff like that, delivery systems, as far as restaurants are concerned, such as Uber Eats and things like that. Um, and that was the reasoning behind that. So let me get this straight. I, I want to make sure I'm clear. So you actually were going to be holding physical brunches and that was the inspiration for the podcast? Yeah, that, that was the inspiration for the podcast. Wow. And commuting to work. So commuting to work, I used to listen to a lot of podcasts going back and forth. So what I did was I just married the two. Okay. You know, I married the two and I didn't want to, again, do it for exercise. So I was just trying to find out where the bag was going to be coming from eventually. So did you actually did you actually start hosting the brunches, the physical brunches? Not yet. COVID effed us up. Ah. Like we got in. Yeah. Because remember, when I put it together, we had to build the audience. Right. So for the first year, because we're four years in. So for the first year, what we did was, you know, we buckled down and tried to hone the craft. We didn't know much about the podcast community, per se, because when I got into it, you know, there were the Charlemagnes and stuff like that. Those were the people that I was listening to. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that there was a whole other segment where there was the homegrown podcaster. Right. And then, of course, after COVID hit and locked everybody in everybody's podcast now you know <laughs> so it's a whole different you know it just really just exploded and i wish i got ahead of the curve <laughs> before it it actually exploded now you know the competition for the listener is even harder than it was pre covid you know what, so how many people were you looking to host for the brunch what do you mean but because you said you were going to do a brunch, like I'm assuming you had a venue in mind and everything, correct? Yeah. Well, this is the thing. Um, it was we wanted to do theme brunches. So it wasn't going to be a brunch with a panel. And the other thing that I figured out was like, listen, a lot of podcasts is what they'll do or podcasts, excuse me, because I was thinking on Remember, at the time I was listening to the Charlemagne's and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they would rent out halls and stuff like that in theaters for their live podcast events. Okay. I didn't have to do that because all I had to do was basically, and we can, we can scale. So I needed something that I can scale with. So I was like, basically we can start off with a small venue that does brunches and literally rent out like a corner of it. 
I don't even need the whole thing. Ah, yeah, exactly. Okay. And all I needed was at that point was, and they, we started off with, all right, we're going to just basically entertain 10 people. Okay. And of course, on, pa- on paper, it grew to like, what, what would it look like if we had the entire venue to ourselves? You get what I'm saying? So wow. I wanted it to be scalable. So, damn, because of, co- of well, you have the podcast, which is doing great. Are you still going to do the brunch? Or? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. The one thing that I, I've always, <clears throat> excuse me, told myself was this. I'm not going to get painted in a box as a podcaster. Mm-hmm. You know, I want it to be flexible and not rigid. And being strictly a podcaster, right, if you're taking it serious as a business and not a hobby, that makes you rigid because I'm I can't I can't maneuver. This is it. This is it for me. And whatever I, else I can attach, but this is the the singular pillar that I have, and I didn't want that to happen. So yeah, we're definitely going to throw the brunches. Do you do you have a target date that you're looking at? Um, our target date is the end of COVID. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> <laughs> we have um, my sister out in LA, um, Lyrica. She has an event every year. It's called MUA Brunch LA. Um, she gave us really our first big break, and our big break was by Coastal because she sent me a, um, a sponsorship letter to sponsor her event. And this was year one when we first came out, and this is how we became friends. And I responded back, like, listen, we, we just started. I don't have any money. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's no money here. And she was like, no, nah, don't worry about it. It doesn't have to be monetary. And we just started talking and collabing and, you know, and building from there. And, um, yeah, so we are definitely going to do going to do the physical brunches still. I don't have a target date as of yet um, because every time we start to think about it, COVID moves the goalposts. Mm. So we're there, and then it's like, nah, you can't do that over here. Do you have any? Do you have any fear that it may never happen? No. Okay. And if it does, you know, I mean, I'm a New Yorker. I'll pivot. It's, it's <laughs> you know what? I I love to hear people say that from New York. I'm gonna give you the opportunity. What is a New Yorker? Because y'all are different, but I want to hear a New Yorker's definition of a New Yorker. I all right. So let's do this then. Um, first and foremost. Um, I'm from Brooklyn, right? (laughs) Secondly, I'm a New Yorker. (laughs) So, and that's how we like to be, you know, you spread us out like that because each borough is its own universe in and of itself. You know, um, one thing we all have in common is that we know what struggle is, you know, we know what struggle is and we know how to pivot. So like if shit gets hard, we're going to complain definitely for sure. But at the same time, no, that compl- that complaint is not going to last long, you know. So mm-hmm. we're going to pivot and make it work. So whatever it is, we're going to just turn that shit upside down and make it work. So I want to I want to touch. I want to go back to something you were touching on. You were touching on the business of podcasting. Has that has that fueled your passion? Has it robbed you of your passion? What would you say? What would you say the business has done to it for you personally? Okay. <clears throat> all right. So having been in sales all my life in one version or another, so it could be, you know, earlier on us, 
I was uh, I sold print services, right? But I sold print services on Wall Street. So me selling print services on Wall Street was a little bit different from a copy shop. You get what I'm saying? So I'm mm-hmm. my um my um my customers and stuff like that would be Deloitte and Touche, Oppenheimer Capital, things of that nature, right? So I took all of that stuff and then kind of overlaid it over here on the podcasting side of it, right? The podcasting side of it is a little bit different because you want to have a personal relationship with these people because you're having, um, air quotes, honest conversation with these people or whomever in the community itself. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, as far as like listeners go, your listeners I'm finding are more homegrown than anything, right? So the listeners that I've curated, they literally came from me and not necessarily going to another podcast. Because remember the boom happened with COVID. Yeah. Right? So you have have 3,000 followers, right? And of the 3,000 followers, 2,500 of them are podcasters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you understand? Mm-hmm. And, and which makes it tricky, though. You know, it, it makes it tricky because, again, you're, everybody's fighting. It's like cell phone companies, right? There aren't any new cell phone customers. None. None. <laughs> T-Mobile shares their customers with Verizon. Verizon shares their customers with AT&T. They're basically playing musical chairs in a yeah. sense. All right. So you have to be creative, you know. Um, and with that being said, is is it's easy to get caught up in the whole um I guess the whole uh it's the word that I'm looking for. Competition. No, not necessarily the competition, but it's personal, right? Because okay. remember the business that we're in, we're all levying our opinion and we're all self, um, not selfish, but we're all sensitive about our opinion. Right? Okay. So okay. Out there and everybody's sensitive. They're like, ah, that's my opinion. And, you know, and stuff like that. So stuff, podcasting to me has become a contact sport. You have to actually raise above that you know, because sometimes we're standing too close to it, we got to back up, you know, because we're, we're trying to manage the micro, but we can't see the macro. And we need to see the entire board in order to make an, you know, a decision on how to move next, you know. So it's kind of rough out there. It's rough. <laughs> What's it like to have, what is it like to have co-hosts? Uh, <laughs> all right. Oh, um, shit. I've gone through in four years. I've had ten hosts, ten co-hosts. You say ten? Ten. Damn. Yeah. yeah. If you go back in the catalog, is is different, you know. And you have to. It's akin to rapping, you know. You start off everybody. It's kind of like um, I don't even want to call it the Wu Tang. Fuck the Wu Tang. It ain't the Wu Tang because we ain't all ten come together and niggas started falling off. It wasn't that at all. <laughs> you know. You get people, everybody has, everybody has obligations. We're all grown, you know, so we're living life and stuff like that. Of course, you know, there was some falling outs and stuff like that. Lessons learned, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but right now I have two co-hosts that are like, they're literally my sisters. You know, I have over 20 years with one 
in just about 10 with the other, you know? So we've known each other, like we know each other. So it was a family, you know, it's rough because of scheduling and stuff like that, you know? So I'm a little envious of you because when you set up stuff, you only have to worry about your schedule. Yeah. And <laughs> you know what, that, that, that perfectly leads me into my next segue because before we even started recording, we were, we were chatting a little bit and everybody knows I record using zoom and you, you said you're not really familiar with it. Um, I don't know if you like it. Do you like it or you don't? It's cool with me. I don't have a, all right. I'm a, I'm a quality whore. You know what I mean? I'm a, I'm literally a quality whore from the first time that I turned on the mic, we were all sitting at the table and we played it back. It was like, yo, this is radio quality shit right here. <laughs> this is fire, <laughs> you know? So with that, and also the vibe is different when you're sitting at the table with that person having a conversation. Yeah. You know? I absolutely agree. And see, it's funny because you said, I don't, I, I want to, I think you said you kind of envy, did you say you envy my schedule? With the, I do. I, I envy the fact that you can move around how you want to move around and answer to no one. But <laughs> I. But here's the thing that I'd really say to people. I envy the fact that you guys get to record in person because for the reasons you just said, it, the whole atmosphere is just different. Like for me with Zoom, I have to like because I've been doing it so long, it's, it's, it's pretty natural, but I have to build a rapport before we even start recording. Whereas if, if, if me and you was, if I walk in the room, what's up styles, we shake hands, we greet, we could feel each other's energy. You know, when to talk, I know when to talk. It's so much easier. Whereas with zoom, it's like, okay, when do, when do we know when to come in? Like even you said, you said, well, hey, I, I do like to make eye contact, but guess what? My light not that good. So you can barely right. see me. So it's just, it, there's different challenges with recording on, um, recording Zoom and in person. But man, I would love to do in person. You know what, what's so crazy is like, I have a list of podcasts <laughs> that I almost re refuse to record with like this under these conditions. Like if we do it, we have to be face to face, you know? Um, but again, with COVID, I've been forced to, to bend the rules. Like, you understand <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, I can't wait to sit down with mind triggers. Like we could do this, like, like this right now, mm -hmm. right? But they're right in New Jersey. So I'm like, nah, we not, we not doing that. I gotta, we gotta sit down and do it. You know, I can't sit, I can't wait to sit down with, we uh with one take. I can't wait to sit down with. It's a lot. I mean, I don't want to say a lot. It's a strong ten for sure. Mm -hmm. Is one one take is in New York, correct? Yes, actually, yeah. Did you know him before podcasting uh, or? Nah. Why? Why do people do that? <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, not because of that. <laughs> no, not just because you guys are New York. See, I'm, yeah. I'm. We all in the same podcast community. But some right. relationships you established before you even started podcasting. Right. But ironically. No, I didn't know anybody, though. It, it was funny. I, I say that, but then another voice in my head like, okay, yeah, but you, all the relationship you've built, you did not know the people. <laughs> That's <laughs> so, a fact. 
That's a fact. I don't know. I didn't know anybody when I got into this, this whole thing, you know, and again, like I said, it exploded right under me because when I got in, I was like on, on like my little, again, I keep bringing them up, but my little um, brilliant idiots move <laughs> over there doing that, that whole thing. And um, then COVID hit, we got locked in. And everybody was just, you know, you can record on your phone, you can record, you know, from anything ultimately. Yeah. So everybody was doing it. Yeah. If man, I, I I do eventually want to do an in-person with a lot of what actually a few people. And, and ironically, I would have loved to have done this one in person, but because I, I really let me say this about you. You're one of those people who you have kind of like a commanding presence. Like when you speak, people should listen. You know what I'm saying? That gets me in trouble. You're trying to get me in trouble right now. Nah, 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 nah. That's a good, that's a compliment. I'll I'll explain why in a second, as soon as you finish making your your point. (laughs) But you do, it's it's like certain people, you know, when it, I feel like some people can talk too much. So when you talk too much, everything you say kind of loses validity, if that makes sense. It does. But you can go ahead. What was you going to say? Nah, well, again, um, I get in trouble because I'm transparent. You know, I think <laughs> that what I, what I have learned is that people would much rather you bite your tongue and talk about them later. You understand what I'm saying? Or talk about a situation later. If it as it pertains to them, if it even pertains to them, they don't want you to to. And I'm not rude or crass about it, but my tolerance for bullshit is just like, come on, man, stop it. Why are we doing that? I don't even want to. I don't want to listen to that. Like that's you know crazy. Yeah. Um, and I refuse to dumb myself down for conversations. You know, uh, I'd rather be learning something during the conversation. Um. Uh, let me see. Let me shout out the ball. We actually had an argument because she's like, listen, you don't, you're always cutting me off, right? And maybe because we have a personal relationship where I can, I feel like I know what she's going to say. And then I forget that there are other people that don't know her and they need to mm-hmm. hear what she's about to say. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm just trying to move the conversation along. But um, yeah, yeah, that shit gets me in trouble. That's, you know what, that's interesting in itself because you, because you two have a personal relationship. It's three of you. Um, but you and you said Bob, correct? No, no, no. Bob, Bob has our own platform from Let Me Touch You. Oh, okay. Okay. We do the live on Friday together. Uh, NYC Home Team Pods. Yeah, we do that. Okay, 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 okay. So the the one that you who do you which one do you have a personal relationship that you record with? Like you've known each other for like 20 years, you said. That would be Goody and Tanika. Okay. Those are my co-hosts. Yeah. Okay. Because you have such a, because you've known them so long, do you think that makes it easier or a little more difficult to record? And I'll say it because the ironically, you kind of said, you know what the person want to say and you've known them for so long, but yeah. the view, the listeners don't know them. So does it kind of make it harder for you to kind of like pull back and not say anything? Well, this is the thing. All right. So yeah, it is, it is a double-edged sword. Because we do have conversations, obviously, that we don't want to air. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> and then sometimes, you know, 
that'll come up. But I'll be honest with you, it's easier for my feet to be held to the fire by them two, you know, part in three. Well, actually four right now because mm-hmm. I got Jess over on Wednesday night on um, the Happy Hour Lives um, than it is for anybody else outside of that, you know. And again, having that long-term relationship, obviously the bond is better. The chemistry on air is a lot better, you know, so it's different. Like, Lamp, if we're having a conversation, I told you shut up. Like my guy, I don't even know you. Like, how you even? <laughs> how you telling me to shut up? You understand right, what I'm saying? Right, right. But if Goody is <laughs> Goody talking about some some dude or whatever that she's dating, and this dude is old, she needs to go back to the young niggas. I'm like, I right, stop. Excuse me, stop the bullshit. You understand what I'm saying? It's different. You know, it's different, and um, she's gonna take it differently than somebody we don't know. So. Obviously, having a um a long a long term relationship or a personal relationship with somebody on it is a lot better than you know two people that just sat down and they just doing the job. We I talked about it earlier in, um in the conversation. Your show is extremely structured, very well, very well produced, very well thought out. Um, do you do do you do you structure yourself or do you all have input on that part? No, it's it's thirty three and a third, brother. We don't, okay. yeah, that's that's not, because what will happen is this, and which has happened in the past. If I'm carrying the entire workload and you just showing up like you the talent and you sitting down, you talking your shit and you bouncing. And then when you leave, then I got to do the marketing. I, no, we're not doing that. I don't work for you. Same <laughs> as you don't work for me. You want to say, we're not doing that. Because, you know, I have every intention that the show is going to blow like, I don't, I'm not out here ever. You will never hear me talking about, yo, my show's the shit. We about to get this bag. We going to be the, never, mm-hmm. never. We just honing, honing our craft, brother, you know, and putting out good work and working behind the scenes to see what the fuck is going to happen beyond that. You know what I mean? Are y'all in the same room when y'all coming up with, with the creative process? Or, or like, y'all, how do y'all do it? Because that's, I've always been fascinated by, collaborations like three people coming together as one um okay so again like i said just having a relationship with them and knowing them individually everybody has their strong point mm-hmm. you know everybody has their strong point uh the the beauty behind them is that they don't get involved with the politics of podcasting right okay they let me run my mouth because <laughs> they're just like, you know, and I'm not speaking for them, but the podcasting landscape, you know, if you don't watch where you're going, you're going to bunch in, you're going to bump into a lot of weirdos. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? A lot of weirdos. And, um, and see, that's again, that's, that's me being transparent. Niggas don't like it, but what the fuck? What you eat don't make me shit. <laughs> so at the end of the day, though, um, that's why the dynamic is so dope. Cause I can actually be at odds with somebody about something or a topic. Cause more than more than likely is about over some, you know, stupid ass business deal or um, a topic or a comment or, you know, shit like that. And um, they have nothing, they don't know anything about it. And I'm not chatty patty. So I'm not running back to them like, yo, da-da-da. nah. So it never interrupts the flow of the show ever. Mm. Whereby you'll hear certain other podcasts is like, you know, if 
it, some shit happened. Now you got to go through like 10 weeks of listening to the shit that happened. Yeah. But on their show, right? This is the product on your, your product. <laughs> now you're presenting this to me. You understand what I'm saying? I was riding to work. You talking about how I could get 10 bad chicks, blah, 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 and how to hide everything. And now I got to listen to you be mad about something that somebody else said. I don't give a fuck about that. That thing got nothing to do with me. You understand? So, you know, we all get caught up in that. I, but again, like I said, that dynamic that we have, totally different. They don't get involved with you. You don't know. Nobody knows Goody and Tanika. Everybody knows Styles, though. Right? And that's by, <laughs> that's by design, though. It's by design. You know, they, they don't. They're like, they, listen, we're podcasting. There's a bag to get. I'm not fucking with the weirdos. I'm not mm. doing that. Don't ask me to do it, you know? And then my heart's been broken <laughs> personally. So I'm glad that they, cause I'm really overprotective of them. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I really would be embroiled in something. So we're not, we just don't do that. You know, we pop up and pop out. There's very few podcasts that they will, you know, fuck with on that level or any level, but mm. yeah. Do you 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 also work with other podcasters? Um, doing you mentioned earlier you do lives. Um, how's that for you doing lives? Because lives are a little different than recording right. and being able to edit. So how do you how do you like doing the lives? Lives are rough, but I'll tell you my saving grace with lives is Bob from Let Me Touch You Podcast. Okay. That woman is above and beyond amazing, above and beyond amazing. Like I've learned so much you know camera practice like we fight like cats and dogs <laughs> you know, don't, don't get it don't get it twisted but i've learned so much from her you know from being organized and not just on the because it all translates back to podcasting at the end of the day you know um and with our friday night lives what we wanted to do was basically give podcasters their flowers so when they come on as opposed to like now how i'm telling you everything and i'm like yo this is what the brunch hour is. This is what, I mean, you're doing a way better job than me. <laughs> <laughs> but um, with, with the lives though, we're like, listen, we're going to go grab a bunch of clips, like the highlight reel, right? Mm-hmm. And that Friday, that's what we're going to do. We're going to give you your flat. And, and Lim, I know you don't drink, brother, but we're going to have you on the show. It's, Man, it's listen, like, I'll be on it. I will truly be on it. Yeah, for sure. But what we do is we we basically chop up clips and whatnot. We play the clip, we discuss the clip. We have people in a in a um that are watching discuss the clip. So that's really not only giving them the experience; they're getting to experience you, you know, from seeing you, but actually hearing your work. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As opposed as opposed to hearing you talk, right? And then you get on a on when they go listen to your podcast, maybe maybe not then it's like, oh, well, it's not really my cup of tea. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you get to explain your comments because we're pulling clips from everywhere. You understand? So whatever you bet by, whatever it was, you know, why you choosing tea over kombucha or whatever the fuck it is, then you get to talk about it. You get what I'm saying? So that that to me, because our whole thing, not to run long, but... Oh, you good. Our whole thing basically was to really give podcast is their flowers you know unimpeded by anything else like here's your flowers this is this is we listen to it you know we fucks with it you know and i tell all the podcasters like yo 
again, going back to that 3,000 followers and 2,500 being podcasters. Oh, man. Like, I'm a fan. I can't listen to the shit every time you drop, but I'm a fan. You right. You understand what I'm right. saying? I know but exactly you, what you're saying. Because <laughs> we, because I'm in the same boat. I mean, I don't listen to every episode. So, right. But I, but I try to support as many as I can because I want that same support. So, oh yeah, no, for sure, for sure. And if you pop up in my stories, right? Um, now the unfortunate thing is like people are like you clout, Jason. If you, you know, everybody's just putting you in the stories just because that's not what we do. If you see me, if you, if your shit pops up in my stories, it's because I actually listened to something, and I'm I was like, right. <laughs> somebody else needs to listen to this too. I'm the same. I'm the same way. I tell people all the time, um, it's no slight to anybody, but I don't share anything that I haven't listened to. Right. Because I, because I actually, not all of my, and and I'm, and of course we joking. We, all of our followers are not podcasters, but a good majority are. But the followers I had that are not podcasters, I need for them to trust my ear. You know what I'm saying? I if I say, "Hey, this is good," I want them to say, oh, "Okay, Lamp said it was good. I'll at least give it a listen." But if you just doing the share for share and all that stuff, it kind of dilutes it because the people who are seeing it, they eventually gonna catch on. Like, oh, he just sharing that just because that's they're in this podcast community, and it's like, right? No, you can't do that. If you share someone's work, share it because you listen, you genuinely liked it. And you thought it other people should hear it. <laughs> like exactly. if you don't, if you if you hear an episode of mine and it's like, hey, ah, that one didn't really resonate with me. And you don't share, I totally understand because it didn't hit, it didn't resonate with you. So why would you share it? You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So but no, nah, yeah. it's a, it's the same shit. Like um, for instance, um, there are a couple of podcasts that you always see in my fucking stories, and that's because it's a mainstay in my diet. Mm-hmm. You know, so you always want to see Bob in my stories. You understand? I'm saying always. And what's so crazy about the whole shit, this is how real it is. Um, we drop on Sunday, right? So I think like two, three weeks ago, I had dropped on a Sunday. It was Tuesday. She had reposted. And I asked her, she was like, because I ain't listened to it yet. She was like, I I saw it, but I ain't listened to it yet. <laughs> after, after I listened to it, it's going, but you know, we had a good laugh off of that. That was, I, but I like that. I like that response a lot. I do. Cause mm-hmm. I'm the same way. I'm not sharing nothing. I didn't listen to No. Yeah. We, I gotta, yeah. I gotta touch on something because I was listening to, I was listening to an episode of yours and you touched on something that was really great. Um, during the episode, you mentioned that your wife was the one who started your LLC for you. Yeah. How big was that? Because it's one thing for you to for you to have a vision and believe in it, but it's another thing for your partner, your spouse to believe in you so much that they go ahead and invest in your dreams. So I wanted you to talk more about that. I'll make it out of shit. Um, let me paint this picture. Uh, so we were exchanging gifts. She was there from the beginning, right? She didn't always believe in it to the to the extent she believes in it now. Because mm-hmm. remember, when we started, it was like kind of like some hobby shit. And right. then we're trying to pull shit together and all this other shit. 
She came to New York. My wife lives in Dallas, everybody. I live in New York. You know, long distance relationship. We'll have that conversation later. Um, we were exchanging gifts. I'm opening up, you know, a whole bunch of whatever, boom, boom, right? And then I, she's like, I'm like, everything is done. <laughs> Everything's <laughs> good. There's smiles around and shit like that. And then she was like, nah, there's one other thing, right? And then she pulls out the stack of papers and was like, here you go. Because she had asked me for my social security number like four weeks prior, right? And okay. I made a joke because you know how black people do. I mean, <laughs> 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 you already got paperwork on me. We good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she pulled it out. And um, yeah, it was one of those stoic faces, but the tears wouldn't stop coming down. Wow. Because there's nothing better than a person that you love getting behind you like the wind. Mm -hmm. You know, like literally behind you. Like here, this is what you need to do. And I'm here for it. You understand? And the shit's got to, she was like, here, we got this. I'm going to help you set up the bank account, this, that, and the third, and all this other stuff. Like, we was running around, you know, again, I'm a New Yorker. We was running around here dirty. <laughs> <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? We was riding dirty in a motherfucker. Um, and she was like, nah, you are, you are good now. Let's really push the dream forward in 22. And for me, I'm big on that. Because that's how that's how I react to people. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which is the whole thing with this whole podcasting lane and all this other shit. Like, you know, when I give, I give. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? And when she got behind it, I'm like, oh, so it's really a green light, green light, like green light. This is not a hobby anymore. But you have to also remember, like, you have a whole business plan for this shit. It's not mm -hmm. just a podcast type of that. I don't get out here and out talk about it like that because of the fact that i'm not going to talk about a building you know that we're still clearing you know that area for so that we can lay the foundation it's not what i do you know once they put knobs on the doors and shit like that and it's official <laughs> then we'll start pushing the shit but yeah there's a there's a whole business plan behind this shit you know did that did her giving you that llc add a little pressure to you or eh. nah no pressure, okay. no pressure at all. Um, in fact, it lifted weight off of my shoulders because I thought that, you know, I we never really had conversations about it. You know, I would bring it up, she would give me her opinion, and we move the conversation forward. Um, but when she did that, I'm like, oh, so when we were having these conversations, you you had your business hat on. Mm. he was like oh there's area for opportunity over here <laughs> you understand what i'm saying <laughs> oh, you know and she's a business person in her own right she's about to start um this whole airbnb thing she's doing um she's doing that and again because she's in in uh dallas it's easier than okay. than here new york you can't do shit but anyway <laughs> you know that whole thing you know she's she's in, she's crazy in the fashion and travel, so she's about to start her um whole travel agency and shit like that. But wow. again, it's shit that I don't talk about because well, that's nobody's business anyway. It's nobody. See, yep. A man, a man after me. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> it ain't nobody's fucking business. How about that? <laughs> I'm a, I'm gonna get you out of here on this. Um, what is what is, you got? You you got the LLC. You got a great vision. 
what's what's the most exciting about the brunch hour moving forward? Yo, hitting that record button. All right. All right. Let me not give you that answer. That was easy. All right. Um, <laughs> you want the Steph Curry. You don't want the layup. I got you. So, so boom. FYI, strange fact. I hate fucking basketball. Um, the thing is this. For for us, it's basically uh, being, being able to go outside. Mm-hmm. You know, we're close. We're closer to that than you think. You know what I mean? Like we're, we're really close to that, you know, and we are going to be touching down, you know, with other podcasters and stuff like that and, okay. and doing a face-to-face because the face-to-face, the way I look at it and the way my brain works, it's like, I don't like, one, I don't like static images online, especially after video, but then if you have the video, then you got to be creative and I have a creative mind. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. We're going to fuck that shit up. We're going to do something, you know, something crazy. <laughs> You know, so we t- it's gonna be like like um, I guess one of the things I would model it after, or be inspired by would be like the pull up by Joe Buttons. Okay, when he would pull up and he just have whatever, whatever. Oh, and um, one take and I actually have a live coming out that we're gonna be doing once a month. Right? Now. Oh wow! It's called, yeah, it's called Carvo. So we're gonna be doing the lives from our cars. You know what I mean? And then if you want to be a guest on the show, like if you want to pop in how people pop in, you got to pop in, but you got to be outside in your car because outside that, you're not getting on. That's actually smart. I like that. Yeah, man, I like that. Working on. I got a question for you, Lance. Sure, man. Ask what? Yeah, because uh, you know what's so crazy? I didn't expect the whole interview thing. I was waiting for the, for the convo. You know, like that type of thing. Like, yeah, I wasn't, I know he was going to Barbara Walters me to death. But there's a thing. And it was dope too. <laughs> Appreciate it. Pull that, that interview shit off. Um, it was dope. But we'll have that conversation offline. Um, what is, in terms of podcasting though, how do you measure success? Man, that is yeah, a really good question. Yeah, let's go down that rabbit hole. Man, that's a good question. So I'll say this. Um, I have a bucket list, right? Okay. I have a bucket list of people that I want on my podcast. Okay. Until I complete that bucket list, um, I won't. Well, okay, let me back up because somebody could come in and offer me a lot of money. So that would be a success. <laughs> so, so besides money, because we all want money, um, I have a bucket list of people that I want to interview. It's about 15 on it. Um, right now, I haven't hit any, but I'm getting close. So that's my, that's one of my definitions of success. And I also just want, I also would determine success by the response I get from people. One of the, because I really, I really am humbled when people tell me their opinion of the show their opinion of me because people are like oh man lamp you you highly respect it and and i'm and i i'm so humbled by it and i greatly appreciate it because that's all we want i think not i think i know we all want people to listen to our work and respect our work if if nobody likes it or doesn't respect it you won't continue to put it out i don't care what nobody says if you put out if you put out 10 episodes and and nobody's respecting your work you're not getting a response 
chances are you probably going to give up. So the fact that people, my, my podcast peers respect my work, that, that is successful for me at the moment. But then after that, I got to get this bucket list created and also got to pursue this as a, I want to be more business as well. Cause I'm pat like, I'm passionate about podcasting. I'm not one of those. I was doing podcasting before COVID. Mm-hmm. <laughs> COVID, only thing COVID did was make it easier for me to get guests because everybody was in the house with nothing else to do. So yeah. <laughs> COVID helped me. So I, I think about podcasting all the time. My guests, who I want to talk to, what what are, what are we going to talk about? Like when I when like when I reached out to you, I already knew we wanted to talk about. I knew it. Hmm. Like if you had told me, hey, we can hit record now, I'd have hit record as soon as we finished that message. But you know, we, we had to get on the same schedule. So yeah, I'm extremely passionate about podcasting because I love talking with people and I love interacting with people. Yeah, so. I could tell that that actually shines through. Um and that's yeah, and this is uh there was was having a debate one of my peers about that, you know, like how success is measured. You know, you can't tell another person, you know what I mean, how, um, what success is as far as podcasting is concerned based on your opinion. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because Uh everything you just said didn't match up with the argument that I was having. I heard the argument, actually. I was there for it. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so, and ironically, it, it was funny is that's when I reached out to you after I heard what you said. <laughs> so. Yeah, I want. I, I was just curious. Like, it doesn't because what happens is this: we can sit back and we can talk about success and stuff like that. Um, and because I put up an audio clip, right? And there was another audio clip, and I'll give you. And I'm completely transparent about this shit because the way I see it, until somebody shows up with a with a um a low level sponsorship or anything like that, you know, we still trying to win. Yep. Right? So we all still trying to win. You know, 50 likes versus a thousand likes is cool, but we're all still trying to win because nobody's really cut the check yet. But yep. see, that's my measure of success. Me too. You know <laughs> that's my that's one of my that, trust me, that's one of mine. It's good. Brother, yeah. I would love to just wake up and do podcasting all day. Yeah. It would it would if you I, that would truly be a dream of mine just to do podcasting like man i, I love like <laughs> joe rogan has probably the best life because <laughs> because yeah. he gets to do his podcast he gets to do mma i'm a i'm a huge mma fan so he gets to he gets front row seats and get paid to watch yeah. the best mma fight so I'm like, That's man, this dude living a life, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and see, the thing is, again, for us, it was, you know, I've always felt responsible for the people that I was working with, right? Because I feel like I was the mouthpiece. I'm the one that actually got you into this shit. So if I got you into this, I have to then show and prove. So it's a lot of pressure. That's where the pressure comes from, ah. right? The pressure comes from, it's like, you know, when I look to the left and right of me, Right. And if we still run it in place, then that's a little different for me. Right. Because I don't want the likes because I like to see the likes. Right. I want the. This is where people have it fucked up. 
some people will get like um and this shit might sound personal but i promise you it's not because i just have a personal experience with it Mm-hmm. You know, and I was having this conversation with somebody else. I'm like, listen, I got to be able to spit my shit. Now, just because everybody knows the person I'm talking about, that's cool. <laughs> Subtract that person from the person I'm talking about. It's still an experience. We exactly. need to talk about it. Exactly. But anyway, if you jump on, right, if you jump on a live and you do your numbers, right, you have 15 people in a room at any given time. Right. Because, you know, when you get off, it could say like 150 people came through, but you only was consistent at 15. Yeah. OK, which is cool. That's not a problem at all. Um, But then when you jump off, remember, you have 15, 15 is the magic number. You jump off. Right. You post it. And then 10 minutes later, you have twenty five hundred views. Right. OK. All right. I, first of all, I don't even know how that works for ego purposes. Maybe I'm built differently. You understand what I'm saying? I know that if I look myself in the mirror, look at myself in the mirror and I see a lie, I'm gonna call it a lie. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? It's nothing to celebrate. Like I can't celebrate that. That's one. Two, if you're looking at it from a business standpoint, let's jump over to that side of the fence. If you're looking at it from the business standpoint, well, all right, cool. You take it to somebody like, well, listen, every live that I jump off, I got like 25,000, I mean, 2,500, excuse me, 25,000, what's wrong with me? 2,500, <laughs> you know, views, right? They're like, all right, cool. The game has changed. It's not about the likes, my mind. It's, it's about the fucking, the engagement. So, mm-hmm. all right. Yep. So now you got 2,500 likes, right? Let's go back to the magic number, 15. You got 2,500 2, likes, right? 15 people actually stayed and watched it, right? And those are interchangeable. So let's shave off five and say 10. 10 were your core, the five were interchangeable. You go back to the 2,500 that you got 10 minutes after you posted it, right, Superstar? Mm -hmm. So you do that. And then when you go and look at the engagement, nobody's leaving comments. Mm. Like that's fugazi as fuck. One, two, what is it doing for you for real? Like if you got money to burn like that, because clearly- you know, that's an investment. Okay. Now, not to say that that wasn't the game. At one point, that was the game. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. That was the game. But then yeah. let's look at the business behind it, right? That means you're a funny, you're, you're, you're a funny businessman. Because let's say I am the sponsor. You bring in those numbers to me, but those aren't real numbers. Now you're robbing me. <laughs> right? Hold on. So you're robbing me, right? One, two. Remember, you have to all you have to also be able to prove the demographic because if I'm Bud Light, you know, my demographic is X, Y, and Z, and you here over here talking about ABC, nigga, the demographic doesn't match up. Doesn't matter about the the amount of people you got coming to your your, your station. I say that to say this, right? I don't shame people for buying whatever. You know, if you want to do that, definitely go ahead and do that. I will tell you this: you can spend your money on ads and promotion that way mm-hmm. as opposed to buying follows because now you're either doing it for one of three reasons right you're doing it to impress your, your peers and like again me being who i am what you eat does not make me nigga i don't give a fuck about your numbers i don't give a fuck <laughs> about your numbers where i'm from if we ain't got it we taking it from you like what are you talking about right now so that's one um two you're doing it you know basically to boost to make you feel good about yourself but how could you possibly feel good about yourself 
yeah. right? Or three, you're taking it to people, possibly shopping it around. And these idiots, if they give you any money off of that without actually looking at the engagement, because none of it makes sense at the end. The math is not mathing at the end of the day. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? <laughs> like, all right, so you got 10,000 people that just watched this shit, but you just logged off 10 minutes ago, but you couldn't even manage to hit 20. You couldn't break 20 people in a room at one time. But as soon as you post it, you know, and there's a lot, and I get a lot of DMs from companies that do that. They're like, yo, you want to boost your, no, nigga, stay the fuck away from me. Organic is the way to go. It's got to be homegrown. You know, it's got to be homegrown. Spend your money in other places where your business needs it, right? Instead of spending your money buying followers and likes and all this other shit, take that same money, buy some, buy a piece of equipment. You understand what I'm saying? Buy a piece of equipment. Invest in the marketing. Do better flyers. You understand what I'm saying? Like, really, because for me, I would basically fuck that. I'm not giving you money for that. I'm going to take that money from over there. I'm going to hire somebody to create a template that's different from what other people have, right? And then figure out a a, a different way to market this shit. And then with the whatever I have left over, I'm just going to do paid marketing. Yep. You understand what I'm saying? And then attack my demographic. Now, the funny thing about that, right? Nobody knows who the fuck their demographic is, right? And anybody, <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you how this is a fact. As a matter of fact, shout outs to Cookie um, on the Dirty Bag um, podcast, because I talked to her tonight and she knows exactly who her demographic is, right? Wow. So um, and it not because of a personal conversation, it's because of something I st- saw in her stories. I was like, Cookie has a clue. <laughs> right because what you'll see is you'll see people pivoting constantly right so one minute they'll be talking about um homeless mothers right yeah the next minute they'll be talking about cardi b and 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 quavo's issues you understand what i'm saying <laughs> then the next minute they want to talk about meteorites that might hit the earth you don't know who the fuck you talking to. Like, yeah. who is your audience? You understand what I'm saying? You don't know your audience. And a lot of people don't know who their audience is. If you ask them, and that's the other thing, niggas don't fuck with me because I ask you the tough questions. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to ask you, like, who's your audience? And then I'm not talking to you because you're saying some clown shit. But outside of that, though, it's that's the whole, that's the problem. Well, getting back to the whole business thing that you were talking about earlier, because I know we had left that out. And I just wanted to circle back real quick. But yeah, no, you got to know your audience. Everybody's putting their money in the wrong places, right? And then when it's not working out, guess what? Now it's a hobby. (laughs) By default, (laughs) by default, because you don't want to look stupid. It's a hobby. I'm not trying to do nothing with this. This isn't even what, oh, but you was just going hard two seconds ago, my guy. Yeah. Make up your mind. It's a hobby or it's not a hobby. Just say you don't understand. Niggas is here for it. Right. You understand what I'm saying? You can pick up your phone and call somebody. I won't. Not anybody. Not most people in the podcast industry. You understand what I'm saying? But because you'll have you'll have the leeches. I'm going. Let me know when I got to stop, bro. No, you're good, man. I'm good. All right. <laughs> you'll, you'll let, the, let me tell you my rule real quick. I never put people yeah. in the time limit. <laughs> so. Oh, say less. <laughs> say less. You'll have the leeches, right? Because everybody... um. You know, another another brother of mine um, who happens to be a peer that we was talking while I was talking to, I was like, you know, um, everything is first for him. First this, first that, first this. I was like, nigga, look at Cool Herc and then look at Jay-Z. Who's first? Cool Herc. 
Who do you want to be? Who do you want to be? You understand what I'm saying? It's not about who does it first. It's about who does it better. Yep. You understand what I'm saying? So if you have something um, and that person is in your circle crazy and they don't have the conversation before they do, it's kind of grimy, slimy. But if they they outworked you on the shit that you started, then you should feel like the asshole. You understand what I'm saying? But at the same time, that should put the battery in your back to move forward. Cause I got caught up in a, you know, a little, my opinion is just crazy. And you know, you get caught up in shit. You just like, <laughs> you know, I'm a, I'm a Leo. I'm a New Yorker and from Brooklyn. So it's like the, the trifecta of death. There's like, definitely you know, more nah, than New Yorker. The New Yorker definitely yeah. more shine. I need to, yeah, I need to, <laughs> to, to, to have the last word. You understand what I'm saying? And if the shit is stupid, I'm just going to say the shit is stupid, but you get caught up, you get caught up in that, right? And then you you start to lose yourself. And this is the shit that I was talking to um uh, Bob about earlier. You know, I was like, the shit is really not fun for me like that anymore, right? And it was kind of because I need to what, what podcasting? Podcasting is fun. The business as it ah. relates to talking, yeah. Cause oh, you'll okay. get the people, you know. What I mean, you'll be talking to them, right? And then my biggest thing is sharing resources, right? Yeah. So strategic partnerships is a business term. Look it up. Stop playing with me. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> and like you wasn't supposed to, yeah, but listen, if you, you know what I mean? If you have, fuck, if you have water over there and I have a purifier over here, why are we not together? I can purify the water and we can give it to the people. Now we have a partnership. You get what I'm saying? Um, but the thing is, a lot of people, what you'll, what I've found is people will come into, they'll come into your circle, not even your circle, fuck your circle, because we all live in a bubble, but they'll come in your vicinity or what have you, and you'll start giving, 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 because that's what you do. You give, 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 give. Mm-hmm. But the moment that you wake up and you look around like, nigga. What the fuck have you given me ever? You understand <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, I'm just, I'm starving over here, right? And then you look back over there, they're not only utilizing the shit that you've, you know, whatever wisdom you've imparted on them, but they're also utilizing shit that they've gotten from whomever. But none of that shit comes back to you. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? None of it comes back to you. Yeah, that, that can be pretty look, frustrating. Yeah, the worst thing you want to be in in any circle is somebody's think pad. You know, I'll what I mean? say this. Let me say this. I'm always honest about the business part. Right. I have a whole lot to learn about business of podcasting. But the one thing that I do know is how to record and how to find guests and how to make right. a conversation. So instead of getting stressed out about the business part. I'll just continue to make the content and then eventually my business will catch up with mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Cause because I like I said, for me, like I'm I'll be crystal clear. I don't make I don't make really any money off of this, but it, I'm I'm extremely passionate about it. So it, whether there's money involved or not, I'm gonna do it. But because I'm big, but because I know that I'm gifted at it, and that's not to toot my horn or nothing. I just know that I'm good at it, and I see what I see the market for what people 
who are good at podcasting can get. So of course I want it. <laughs> of course I want a piece of that. And let me tell you something. That's where it starts, though. You know, that's where it starts. I don't. You know, I'm old enough to remember the tech boom. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of those, a lot of those um companies started somebody's garage. Yeah. There was no money to go around. You know, when Microsoft started, you know, people didn't have. Um, people that started in the beginning, beginning didn't even really have salaries. They had stock options. You get what I'm saying? So, and the stock option is just the belief that you're gonna make money because <laughs> there's oh. no money in it at the beginning. You know, um, I say, all right. So again, with podcasting, it's kind of crazy as far as creatives are con- concerned, right? Because we can become so embroiled in the creative process that we forget about the business behind it. Yeah. You know. And, and that business opportunity will definitely go over your head. If the if we were able to out, go outside right now freely, you know, and have unprotected breathing, <laughs> <laughs> you get what I'm saying? If we were able to do that right now, there's a lot of opportunity. Like, all right, I sat here and I talked about all of that, right? And in, in this two seconds, I want to talk about the amazing podcasters that I know. I know some fucking phenomenal podcasts. Like I would, like I don't even listen to Charlemagne in them no more. You know what I'm saying since I'm since I've entered into this whole situation, right? That gets like shit that gets me through my week. You know, I woke up today depressed as fuck. And when I say that, and I'm not, and uh, listen, you know, mental health is is a whole other thing. But when I tell you depressed as fuck, depressed as Fuck, I had to call my wife. <laughs> my hmm. wife talked me off the ledge. You understand what I'm saying? Wow. And a lot of it was actually attributed to um, podcasting. Wow, really? Why? You, yeah. We got to talk on that. Why? Well, it was it's the stress behind it. You know, hmm. it's, the, it's the stress behind it. Remember, I'm four years in. Okay. Right? I'm four years in. And... This is where a lot of podcasters, I guess, are not able to be vulnerable like this. You understand what I'm saying? They're not. Yeah. They're just not. Yeah. You know, if you feel like you should be further than what you are and you're not, that's some shit that a lot of people are hold close to their vest, you know. But I feel like we put our best foot forward whenever we fucking hit record. You understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. We feel like the production on our shit is 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 a one so that's not really the problem right now it's the other problems that we're trying to solve the monetary problem you understand what i'm saying (laughs) the marketing problem you know podcasters get mad at me and then they try they you know go on some like i guess the brunch hour strike or what have you like that's gonna affect me but the thing is like i tell them like you're not my audience yeah you're consuming it great you understand what i'm saying because look at it like this. A lot of podcasters, what do they do, Lamp? They come to you and they're like, listen, Lamp, let's do a collab, right? What kind of collab are you doing? On the podcast. How many yeah. people have come to you like, yo, Lamp, let's do a cooperative marketing type of thing? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm asking you like, because, because exactly. Exactly. Those are the rooms I want to sit in. Put me in those rooms. You understand what I'm saying? Those are the conversations I want to have. Because this is the thing. We could all be suicidal, but nobody's talking about suicide. What the fuck are we doing? You yeah. understand what I'm saying? That's It doesn't make any sense to me. Stop talking about, like, for instance, don't get mad if we're not doing, you might be, have like a, a, a really 
ridiculous um how you call it like for instance if i fuck with you on your podcast one you have there has to be some type of chemistry right right but why isn't the second thing out of your mouth like the cooperative marketing like how are we doing the marketing i've done um i've been i've had guests on a show whereby you know i'll go out and i'll do all the marketing and they won't do all them you know any of the marketing you know, and if somebody's oh, response, hold on though, <laughs> but somebody's response to that might be like, well, maybe they wasn't feeling it. Da, da, da. All right, cool. But that needs to be said up front. You might, we're not for everybody. And in yeah. my two, they're definitely not for everybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's just a fact. They're just not for everybody. We're not going to sit here and wade through bullshit. We're not going to do that. You know, we're not going to have some really silly fucking conversation when we bring a guest on. We're not doing that. I don't, I, you, you, I'm, you've listened, you told me you listened to a couple of my episodes and you know, I'm not, no. No, that's a fact though. We're not, we're not that's doing that. Though. Like I, the, the whole purpose of my podcast is to, is about the person who I want, the person that I'm interviewing, I want them to be like a star. Like, I want the listeners to get to know that person. Like, mm-hmm. I want you to know, you know, how they're thinking, what was the thought process of the podcast, everything I could possibly get my guests to talk about. That's what I want them to know. Um, that's why that that's why I know my see, I'm I'm completely honest. I know my podcast is not for everybody because mm-hmm. people want to hear daily topics and what's going on in the world. I don't want to talk about that. That that doesn't excite me at all. Like, I don't want to hit record. We've been going for a nice time, too, which is good. Because mm-hmm. you're, you're engaging. You're, and I like talking with you. I don't want to talk about, like you said, with, with, with all that other stuff. See, I, one thing I don't think people account for is, will we be able to listen to your podcast in the future? Can we can we put your podcast on a year, two years, five years from now and listen to it? And that's one of the things that I'm really proud of is no matter when you decide to play my podcast is relevant because you're learning about my guests. My get now there's times where my guests you I may I talked to them a year ago. Things have changed. Hey, come back. <laughs> Let's talk about the new developments. I mean, you may right. you may have something may have changed in a week, in a month. And if I find it interesting enough, hey, we could do a whole nother podcast. That, I one of the, I think one thing that people struggle with, with the, with the podcast that I like to do, which is interview, you have to take yourself completely out of the equation. When I say that, I mean like, you cannot want to be the star of the podcast. When, when I'm talking to you, Styles, Styles is the star of this podcast. All my job is to do, all my job is, is to make sure I ask Styles the best questions so he could give the best responses and we could have a great podcast. That's it. If you ever want to hear my opinion, invite me to a show, invite me to a podcast. I will be more than happy to give you my perspective. But for my platform, it's all about my guests. And that's why I think people like it you know again some people don't want to hear an interview and that's fine but i know one thing you can you can play my podcast 10 years from now and it'll still be relevant so that's what's important to me i will say this though 
Um, you're doing an excellent job at, at doing interviews. You know, Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Nah, well, shit. I appreciate it. I wasn't bust out in cold sweats five minutes before I had to get on here. Like, <laughs> you know, I don't even know what the, <laughs> you know, your, your, your legend precedes you. <laughs> Thank so, you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm under the hot lights right now. But um, you're right. It does have staying power. You know, um, but to get back to the other thing with regards to people that do talk about current events and shit like that, right? Because there's a lane for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, there are podcasters that do it extremely well, like extremely yeah. fucking well. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> I, I can't do that, right? There's a couple of things I can't do. Yeah, I'm just full of shortcomings. I can't do that. Okay. I can't do what you do because I can't sit here and, and, and one, I don't like interviewing people. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> and people don't understand that there's a lot of work that goes into interviewing people because you got to actually study up on that person. And mm-hmm. if you don't, you just out here, just out here for a conversation. You're not yeah. really trying to, you're trying to learn as you go. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Um, and I couldn't do a podcast by myself. I couldn't sit here and do oh. it. <laughs> yeah. You know, shout out to Uncle Donna, Mike. He oh, man, he, listen, that dude is a legend. I, yeah. I tell him, listen, I never get tired of telling him, dude, when it comes to that, I don't know how that man does it, but he is an absolute legend at that. Yo, I've tried it. Saying. I've tried yeah. it. I've had some okay episodes by myself. I want to try to do it more. But man, that dude is a genius with that man. Whew. But I but let me say this because you kept saying what you don't do, but let me tell you what you do do. Damn, that don't whatever. I got you. <laughs> you are excellent at structuring a show. Like, listen, I I love the way your show is set up. I'm going to be honest. The, when, when I saw the way it was set up, I said, I got to listen to this. When I saw apps, um, it was, it, let's see, appetizers, dinners, desserts. I, I, I feel like I'm missing something. Am I missing something? Yeah. It's happy hour apps, main course, dessert, and that's it. Okay. Yeah. Brilliant. I, I love it. The, the, the structure that I absolutely love it. And then when when you three are talking, you do an excellent job of just navigating the conversation. Like it never, it never goes too far left. It's just always steady. It's consistent. Mm-hmm. And you know what you're getting. So well, I love that. I, I appreciate that. But this is the thing. I can't take that credit. I, I can't. Because when I tell you, like, Tanika and Goody are like guardrails for me. <laughs> they keep me in that lane because I'll be bouncing around. And, um, you know, we've been around each other and done, like, last season was our first complete season together as one, as a unit. And we've learned a lot about it. As a matter of fact, what happened was I got my ass chewed out at the end of the season because they were like, listen, <laughs> we giving a lot. <laughs> we doing this. And we talking about subjects. You sitting there giving us the face. Like, I'm not talking about that. He was like, it's going to be different this season. I promise you. So as far <laughs> as that's concerned, that's all them. 
like driving the show and you know making sure everybody's um good um picking up on physical and, and audible cues that just comes from being around each other you get what i'm saying but it's all that other shit that you was talking about that's that's the ladies brother I, i'm just out here i'm outside they call me joe buttons because they like oh you got some new co-hosts like i ain't got no every like our group chat is crazy every um what you call it every time they address me in the group chat it always starts off with joey it's like my name is not i'm not joe bun we good well listen man I, I i've truly been honored to have this conversation with you man like i said I'm a big fan of your work. I'm a big fan of the lives. I just like the way you handle yourself, man. And I, I definitely, you know, we we never met in person, but right. some people you can you could you could generate respect for just by seeing their presence. And you're one of the brothers that I definitely respect. So kudos to you, my I man. Appreciate that, man. It, it, man, that shit means a lot, brother. That ass, definitely, it brother. Mean, it means a lot. Before we end this, please tell the people how they can follow you and how they can listen to the podcast. All right. Let's start off with the podcast. We drop every Sunday. You can catch me on the Brunch Hour pod. Um, also, I have two lives. One on Wednesday with Bless Jess. It's called Live Happy Hour. That's, um, yeah, so if you just, I always get confused with that shit. That shit always throws me. Anyway, <laughs> the page is Live Happy Hour. And then we have NYC Home Team Pods with Bob from Let Me Touch You Podcast, my ace over there. Um, and that's where, you know, podcasters come to unwind. So basically we celebrating podcasters out here because this shit is rough. Like for me, <laughs> I woke up depressed as fuck. I would need to be a guest on Friday's show just to lift my spirits type of Damn. shit. You know what I mean? Come save me. But yeah, that's that's about that. Yo, um, I'm on it, man. And I definitely enjoyed the conversation. I appreciate you. Hey, definitely, brother. Anytime, man. And I hope to have you back and we'll, we'll talk on the, about another subject. That's a fact, though. I'll be definitely. back. I want to thank everyone for taking the time to listen to the podcast. I truly appreciate your support. You can follow me on Instagram at conversations underscore with underscore lamp. My Facebook is also conversations with lamp. You can listen to the podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. Again, thank you all for listening. Have a great day.